If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, so you're sitting at the bar just relaxing, having a drink, when all of a sudden this stone-cold hottie walks up to you. And they're like, hey, I, uh, I don't normally do this, but... You just have the most amazing body. Would you want to trade with me? And then the big gold medallion that they're wearing just starts glowing a little bit. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. What what's their body like? It's it's a, it's a hottie body. Is so it forever? I don't know. They're so mysterious. Mm. I think and I think the implication of the medallion is that the the process is beginning. <gasps> so uh, so you may not have a say in the matter. Well, I mean that's you could run away or try to fight back or mm-hmm. steal the medallion. I mean, th- this is uh, based off of a very weird dream I had last night. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> so the logic behind it is kind of hard Got to it. pin down. Kind of hard to do. Yeah. Um, I think I think I grab at the b- medallion because either I need to, I need to, like, if it's happening anyway, I will probably need that medallion to switch back by the mm. end of the third act. Right, take the uh, take the agency over the the body swapping. No, but if 
Oh, what you need to do to switch back probably is learn a lesson about how the other person lives. <laughs> yeah. I guess it depends on how horrific this is of a body swap. Because this right. seems like prelude. Have you guys ever seen Prelude to a Kiss? No. That's no. what this feels like to me. That's a movie with Alec Baldwin and Meg Ryan as young hotties who love each other and have great sex life. They decide to get married. And right before the wedding, an old man walks up to Meg Ryan and kisses mm-hmm. her and swaps forces body swap on her. Mm-hmm. And then she has to walk around, and then she's an old man, and then her hot young, the old man in the hot young body marries Alec Baldwin. Is that the, and the whole thing's from Alec Baldwin's POV? So it's very weird. Is that the source material to the um, what do you call it? Uh, Angel episode where the old man is doing hottie body oh my swaps. God. Maybe mm. it that was might a play be. before it was a movie. So I mean, we could. It's possible it was a movie, but it was possibly a play. It's also, also a weird body swap one because it's like what Colin wants. Where that's the what I was exactly POV character is not in the swap, and you that's... don't really get any interior of like Meg Ryan is for Meg Ryan. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. trapped in an old man's body and taken back to a nursing home. And that's so scary. Yeah, and that is proof of concept for my body swap premise right there. So I love <laughs> it. I don't know what do you, what did you do in your dream, Colin? Well, wait, hold on. I want more information about the dream. Was was the person, was this a, a woman coming up to you? Was it a man? Like, how much is your body changing? Like, the, the new body that you're going into, how different is it from yours? Well, for the sake of the hypothetical, I think, yes, it is a it is also a gender swap. Uh, in okay. the dream, my perspective was as a woman who is being offered this from a man. Mm. So I was already gender swapped. It technically, dream logic, but then I would be doing another gender swap. Interesting. Yes. Hmm. And, okay, so it, it doesn't seem like there's any time to talk to this person. Like, the, the transformation's going to happen. I think so. Or maybe maybe you can talk your way, maybe you can talk your way out of it, or at least get mm. more information. Yeah, I mean, there's so many hmm. questions. I think <laughs> my natural thing would just be to ask some questions. And that okay. may turn this stone cold fox off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They may be Too like, oh, trouble. I need somebody who's a little bit more acquiescent. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, here's the real question. Do you like stay with this person, hang out with this person as you both change so that you can try to hook up with someone else in your body? Do you, hold on, wait a minute. Do you, so what I think to. Patrick's fantasy yeah. is someone else is in control of his body mm-hmm. and going right. and hooking okay, up with someone else while Patrick watches. Yeah. We, how does yeah. it always get back to wanting to fuck yourself? I don't know. It always does, though. <laughs> Particularly when I'm doing the hot take. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> just, uh, I can't believe it. Colin, uh, is that what you did? No, no. It didn't get It didn't get any further than the premise. I think I woke up or I just don't recall. Interesting. I I think in in terms of the hot, like the dream, I feel like we could interpret for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. In terms of the hot take, I I don't know. I mean, if you're being involuntarily swapped, you got to stick like glue to the person who swapped you. Yeah. Because you've got to handcuff they, yourself to them. Yeah, they've got your body, which that's mm. a pretty big one. Plus, they have this. They know the secrets. Of how, of this how the swapping happens, yeah. They have the medallion. Well, maybe they don't. That's the other question. Is we don't we don't know if this is going to be a body swap where you body swap 
your soul stay place and your body right. switch places, or if your oh, soul so then do you bodies. have the? Uh, then you uh, might uh, end up with a medallion. Oh, and then are you, do you have to go to a bar? Do you have to get hot and then go to another bar and then trap someone else? And you just like hop from body to body. I mean, may, right. and what if what if like you don't have any? Uh, what if you don't even have that agency anymore? And it's like a being John Malkovich situation, and you just became the new John Malkovich. So you're just like backseat. I mean, you, uh, either either you're just backseat, or like there is this one entity body hopping like forever through time. Oh, this is like that other episode of Angel. <laughs> it is the one where like this STD demon or whatever. Yeah. It's funny. It makes me feel like Angel writers just like went to Blockbuster high concept <laughs> movies. <laughs> hey, man, you got to do like 20 episodes a year. That's a lot. It's so many. It's so many. Now, thank goodness, television shows are only nine episodes long. What did writers do back before this? That's, that's one day of binge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a... It still, though, is a lot of characters it's almost overwhelming like mixing them up mashing them up yeah guys we're doing another sds all-stars but this time we've removed the marvel characters or at least not not remove them i guess the last time we did this we did all marvel characters on one side and all sds all-stars on the other side now we've got two mega lists that are marvel and sds all mashed up um we're gonna we're gonna roll some ships I, I want to say that there's a caveat here. Please. In that it's, we're calling it SDS All-Stars. Some of these people are low stars. <laughs> like, some of the, like, I'm looking at, like, some of these are... Some more infamous than famous. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, yes, but infamous. Is this just from, like, Kelly's point of view? Or no. you're saying, like, there's, you're saying there's some unshippables on here? There are definitely, yes. there are some unshippables. There are some intentional dead ends on here. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, with us, we have a enough. Um, what do you call it? Angles of like sickening uh, ships individually that, like you know, one of us will find it horny, no matter who it is. Right. I. 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 Yes, and I think like all of this, us are uh, equipped to make it work. Just, just off the cuff, uh, nineteen and nineteen, Jerry Maguire and Dennis Miller. Okay, I mean, now that's Colin. Yeah. <laughs> That's not. What are you calling out, horrifying. Patrick? That that isn't the horniest thing you ever heard. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm calling out that he's giving away what's on the list. Oh, that's yeah. True. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm sorry. All right, so we're gonna roll for these, right? Yeah. Cool. Um. So, uh, Colin, you got some dice. Yeah. Uh, you want to roll from for the for the first list? Absolutely. All right. So my first. Oh, I roll... love that one person's rolling for one list and one person's rolling for the other. That's fun. That's great. Uh, ninety six. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Uh, and then I guess I'll roll for the other list. Great. Uh, thirty two. So ninety six is Samantha from Don't Think Twice, and thirty two is Bridget Jones. Ooh. All right, so who can fill me in on Don't Think Twice? I'm not sure if I'm familiar with uh, this character. Oh, right. Okay. 
So Don't Think Twice is the Mike Birbiglia um, improv movie. Oh, yes. And right. Samantha is uh, Gillian Jacobs' character who like um, stays committed to the craft of improv after uh, Jack gets on um, SNL. Yes. Um, and when, when we talked about it, um, uh, Ryan brought up the scene where um, Samantha, or no, where, where she's doing a show all by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, no like, one shows up. No one else shows up. Um, and that like he shows up uh, like halfway through the scene where she's like in the in a well um, yes. and she's like no you don't need to save me I'm fine down here by myself yes the well that is performing improv comedy I believe that was the the metaphor <laughs> yes and she has just like she re- everyone kind of is disillusioned with improv or like disillusioned with where they thought they would be through improv and then she doubles down mm-hmm. and digs deeper into the art of it and believes harder coming out of it gotcha uh, so what is her relationship with bridget jones like i mean i gotta meet in a class that she's teaching right bridget yeah, I think jones Bridget's taking improv teacher student well oh, no. okay <laughs> in, i don't think it has improv though <laughs> yeah and you yeah can, you're only a student for like eight months eight weeks okay i mean yeah or i do guess you feel I like just... a person can't date their improv 101 teacher after I think you can, but just like speaking as someone whose improv teacher said to them at the end of class, well, we're not teacher and student anymore. Um, I do feel a little there. (laughs) Yeah. That being said, like, I think, you know, obviously once class is over, the dynamic is gone and like you can do whatever the fuck you want and date whoever you want, blah, blah, blah. You're all okay. How do you feel about sub improv coach? Because I think this could work. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 that works. So Bridget, Bridget got has like gotten a- really into improv. She just finished. She's like about to start two hundred one. Sure, a practice group. And then like Johnny Meeks couldn't make it one week. So yeah. and so Sam shows up. Samantha shows okay. up. Okay. And then and they have like it's fun and like but Bridget is just like it's at Bridget's house. So there's like the awkward five minutes while everyone's starting to arrive. And so Bridget yeah. and Samantha are talking. Um. And then they don't. Does Sam leave something at the house before? So she has to come back, but not on not no no, not on purpose. She stands away. No no no. Like she loses her. She leaves her scarf, and so Bridget brings her scarf to Harold Knight. Okay. Mm, There we go. (laughs) And uh, to give it to Samantha, at first she's like, "Oh, I don't know if you you were at my house," and she's like, "Yeah, Bridget, of course. Are you? You want to go get some drinks at Birds? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Is Samantha Samantha still on a Harold team? She moved to L.A. Uh, I don't know what where they go get dr- I mean, I guess I do from old times where people got drinks in New York. It's just easier <laughs> for me to get specifics if I'm talking L.A. Right. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> and yeah, br- that's why Bridget is taking improv because she just moved to town. OK. It's a great. Someone at the office was going on about how their like improv classes like help them meet new people and really get out of their box. And then Bridget has like an internal monologue. Uh, mm-hmm. like maybe I should try this improvised comedy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe she thinks good. okay. Maybe Bridget thinks that taking this improv class. So first she's like, uh, maybe I'll meet a guy that will like help me forget about fucking Darcy. what's his name. Yeah, and she meets someone that's not a guy that helps her forget about it. She doesn't realize, and she's like, wow, this person's yeah. actually listening to me, and this person's actually like. Like maybe she says something like, um, 
like uh when she hands her the scarf mm-hmm. then um uh Sam like says something like calling back to the conversation that they had at Bridget Jones's house but while they were waiting and she's like oh you remember that and she's like of course I remember I was like you know like says something like she was listening when she was talking or something like that mm-hmm. and oh. maybe Bridget like like makes some comment about how like she appreciates the work on the stage that Sam is doing like mm-hmm. that that work in and of itself is worth something Oh, yeah. And that's like, Ooh, that's good for Sam. That's yeah. exactly what she tells herself. That's, yeah, I love that. Oh, I love this. They're so, I'm so happy for them. Me too. Let's roll another ship. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, should we shift through, like, Patrick, you do column sure. A1 now? Uh, and then, Ryan, you want to roll the, Perfect. For the second column? Okay, so I got 18, not 19, Colin. <laughs> it's, I'm looking at the list. It is also gross. <laughs> yes, it is. And I got 87. Ew. I'm sorry. I just looked at the list. <laughs> okay. Oh, so this is interesting. Yeah, I so feel like, we- Colin, you might have to, le- you can lead this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, well. Well, and we'll have to make a decision because number 18 is Sheev Palpatine from yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we need to figure out when, and I think I wrote Emperor, right? Yeah. Did. Yes. Okay. You gave, so you he's gave Emperor. Him, gave him the title. Right. Well, but is it like. Is it during like Jedi or is this during like Rise of Skywalker? Like where, when can in I, his life? Can I say that it's possibly when he's like in Rise of Skywalker? Because I think that works more for a zombie-ish Yes, because the other side is live more from iZombie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so in Rise of Skywalker when he's like bound to the chair and the like specter of himself that is like... That's definitely his most zombie-like. Yeah, so how does he meet Liv Moore? And also, you'll have to tell me about Liv Moore. Well, Liv Moore from iZombie is the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Doctor-turned-zombie-turned-city-body-inspector? Uh, yeah, what's body the inspector? word for that? What do they what call do those call people? That? Uh, coroner. 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 I got it. City-body-inspector? I need that shirt. Uh, okay. <laughs> CBI. Well, she was a doctor, and then she beca- she got zombied, and now she's yep. a coroner. She's the CBI. <laughs> she gives her access to brains. Got it. Got it. Got it. Because she's gonna eat them. Yes, and the mm-hmm. the like procedural or the conceit of the show. There's a lot going on. It's a good show, but the conceit yeah. of the show is when she eats the brains, she gets some of the personality traits of the people whose brains she's eating. And also uh, gets visions of how they, like, parts of their lives and how they died. So she becomes, like, a, uh, you know, detective helper on the side and is helping Well, okay, so here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that then Palpatine is going to be trying to, like, use Liv to, like, maybe he he captures his, like, clone, whatever, who gave birth to Rey, right? And mm-hmm. uh, is like, eat my clone's brains, and then you can tell me what he did with Ray, so I can get her back. I feel like Palpatine's going to use no, Okay, her. but yes, that's good. This is good. This is a good start, though. Okay. Because she does that, and then she says, <laughs> she's like, he's scared. 
Like, you know, she she's like saying mm, yeah. like all these human aspects of of Palpatine that he maybe has like squashed or th- or tried to throw away. Uh, and then it helps him remember who he was. I mean, he still is like always pretty terrible. Yeah. And like <laughs> the thing is he he is in touch with those dark feelings. It's what makes him powerful. Yeah. Okay, and I'm it's true that Star Wars took place in the past, right? <laughs> A long time ago. A long yeah. time yes. ago. So what if somehow <laughs> after Ray defeats him, his brain is flash frozen for <laughs> centuries, maybe even eons? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Live. Traveling, traveling through yes. space like a comet, just his whole brain <laughs> encased in yes. ice. And then through, you know, brains get everywhere. Liz, Liv ends up eating some of it. So she mm-hmm. becomes so like Palpatine then lives in her brain. Oh, and because of his powers, it's not just like normal where it fades away. So it's almost like a man with two brains situation. She's she's being tempted by the dark side in her own head, and the this voice of Palpatine good. is in her head. Yeah, this is great. This is very yeah. good. this is very dark. I like it yes, a lot. I don't. I'm not happy for Liv in this situation. <laughs> no, yeah, the tags on this fanfic are like Ooh. like bad ending. Dark fic exclamation Yeah, dark fic. Uh, and then, like, in the notes, they're like, do not read if you don't like dark fics. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've i gotten a lot of comments about this. Oh, there's even one that says <laughs> Dubcon. Oh, my God. Because yes. she is what, kind of being wait, taken Dubcon? over. Yeah. What's Dubcon? Dubious, dubious consent. consent. Oh, dubious consent. No. Ah. Which, that is one of the things that fanfic does is they're very, yes. they're very conscious of consent and what that means. So there's non-con, which is a whole, that's, that's a yeah. whole other thing. That's where a I'm whole like, other world mm-hmm. that you don't, uh, shippers dare not tread. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Dubcon is like things like you're, someone is controlling your body. Or like someone's you're, in someone else's body or like, yes. so, it's like that kind of thing where yeah. it's good that they tag that, but yeah. sometimes you have to read through to see if it really is. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times, especially with powers, it gets very murky. Yeah. Which, like, and Palpatine mm. has no ethics, so he would do murky shit. He would. Oh, I just straight up evil yeah. shit. Yeah. He's he's actually, it turns out he's not, he's like an actual evil character. He's like one of the worst. Oh, Super. also it's tagged uh, Voyeur because Ooh. he's watching her. Yeah, he is. It's from his yep. POV. <gasps> so scary. Oh, okay. And then how about this? So in, in the show- yeah. There is like this whole thing where they like mush up a bunch of brains in a factory and put them into Gogurt Ew, tubes. What the f? So you can eat. It. <laughs> so the idea is you get like so many different brains mixed up together that you don't have visions. Um, you know, like of how people died and stuff like that. It's just like a processed food. Mm-hmm. There's an accident at the or a mishap, like an oops all berries kind mm-hmm. of thing at the brain tube factory. And Liv ends up getting a tube that's just Palpatine mm. brain. So she thinks she's on like a non-vision, no. non-personality no. brain. And but at the same time, she's got straight uncut Palpatine brain in her system. I wow. I yeah, this is this, definitely like this. bonkers fanfic. This is crazy cuckoo banana pants mm-hmm. fanfic territory, but it's good. No, no it's I'm really good. It's, yeah. it, it's definitely one of those fix that like you read it and you really enjoy it while you're reading it. But then after it's done, you feel kind of sick. Yeah. And you close the tab <laughs> really fast because you're like, I don't want anyone to know that. It's yeah. <laughs> and even though you're in incognito r- browser, <laughs> you, d- you try to you scrub your history anyway. 
You just get yeah, a new right. I want to scrub this history so we don't get too deep. Okay. Are we ready for another roll? Okay. I will roll column one. Okay. And then do you want me to roll column two? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Column one, I got 78. Column two, I got 91. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, ah, pull up. All right. Perfect. This might be this OTP. is <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera and Gomez, Gomez Adams. Adams. I mean, I kind of love it. I mean, so yeah. d- does this start where like um, Gomez is going to, the Adams are like throwing a party and they're like looking for someone to play music and like the phantom you know like responds to an ad or something and then gomez is like yeah just like come over and like play play a couple of songs on the organ and like you know we'll, we'll see if you're a good fit and he plays and like gomez starts singing along yeah and then, i think like, yeah yeah and i he think, just keeps I think, going yeah i think what happens is so they put out the ad and then um they get a they get like a phone call and it's like it's the the phantom and Gomez is like kind of getting ready. Uh, he's like getting the house ready for the party. Yeah. And so he's like running around while he's on the phone. Uh, and he's like, yeah, just come over and um, and play a couple bars of something and, and like sing. And, and then he's like looking, he's checking his reflection in the mirror. And then he sees that the phantom is in the mirror and the phantom comes out and is like, <laughs> and it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I love this. And then he starts singing, and then yeah, Gomez sings along, and the Phantom is like, I didn't know that someone could have a more angelic voice than Christine. Like, I didn't think I could. I can't forget Christine. I can't. But like, you're helping me forget for a second. Well, and here's the thing: Gomez is like, um, hey, take that mask off a second, and the Phantom does, and Gomez is more attracted yes. to him with the mask yes. off. Oh yeah, he's beautiful on Gomez's eyes. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he he goes to grab the mask, and it's like the same thing as what Christine does. You know, Christine goes to grab the mask, and he's like, ah! and then like she pulls it off. <laughs> so he pulls it off, and the Phantom like goes to cover his face, and then Gomez grabs his wrist and stops him from covering his face. And says, like, uh, you're even more beautiful than I thought or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Gomez, the fan- Gomez somehow turns the mask inside out and puts it over the non-scarred half of his face. Yes! Oh, Gomez. <laughs> um, still implying there is something wrong with half of his face. <laughs> uh, I have, like, a, a fun sexual game that okay, I want okay. them to play where the phantom kidnaps Morticia and is like running around the mansion with her and Gomez is chasing them down with a sword like trying to quote uh Rowl. you know rescue Mortician yeah. uh and then when he like catches up to him they like sword fight and tussle and it all turns into kisses and everybody everybody gets down with it I love it that's really That's cute. very sexy. I love this. This is this is the best ship we've ever rolled, I think. Yeah, no, it's Just, really good. No, okay, guys. No, you're team forgetting. Colin. Yeah, Hella and Teenage Colin. Yeah, was that was a great the best. Ship. That was the best. OT. That was very good too. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Kelly, you want to do column yeah. A? I will. Roll. Okay, interesting. So I got twelve, Buffy. And 18. Huh. Uh, have we shipped this before? We haven't, right? No, but it's there. <laughs> it's a pretty I good, see it. It's definitely yeah. there. It's there. 
they're both like, you don't understand. People are counting yeah. on me. No, you don't understand. People don't matter. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, we. Do like, you I feel say like there's very little prelude. Oh, I'm sorry. Starbuck. Uh, <laughs> I think Cara we said Thrace. Starbuck. I thought yeah, I asked- Kara Thrace from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yeah. So is this is this before either of them have died? Because this is no, it's after. So they're both back from the dead. Yeah, that's where uh, Starbuck goes in the finale after she abandons a Leah Dama, mm. the most abandoned mm. character in the history of story. <laughs> Just because like totally ditched by everyone. <laughs> Go build a farm, Lee. He doesn't even care about farming. <laughs> <laughs> and then at this point, Buffy's all nihilistic. Uh. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm. matters. She just wants Which to is- feel. This would honestly be more healthy for her than Spike. I mean, Spike was like yeah. the most unhealthy acting out. I mean, it it was. I still stand on the side of the of the argument that it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. It was unhealthy though. Yeah, I don't think Buffy and and Starbuck like are a forever love. No, but I think they find comfort and like they connect with each other because they in the places that they're like because they understand each other do you think they Mm -hmm. do you think they met when they were in heaven and that's part of why buffy was so sad when she oh my god a heaven affair okay okay both okay which one had to like okay so they were there and they were spent and they were just kind of talking about their fucked up lives that they had okay hold up hold up okay okay Mm -hmm. i know you said this is not a forever love but i think this makes it (gasps) oh my god terrible oh my gosh so so starbuck is like Starting to catch feels. And I think both of them are starting to catch feels. Right. But they always kind of, like, shut it down before things get too serious. Like, they'll, like, oh, I have to go, like, do heaven stuff somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, uh, Starbuck is, like, I'm going to – fuck it. I'm just going to tell her I love her. And they're supposed to yeah. hang out that night. She's like, I love Buffy Summers. <laughs> Woo! And Buffy never shows up. Because she summoned back to Earth? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> so, okay. So then uh, then Starbuck is like, all right, Buffy went back. Buffy, like, returned to life. Um, uh, but, like, it sucks. So I'm, g- I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to make sure I have an out. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, because Buffy, mm-hmm. like, maybe she can see her on Earth and she can see that, like, she hates it um, and is, like, nihilist and is, like, you fuckers pulled me out of heaven. Um, and so Starbuck, when she goes back to the world of living, it's not Earth, I guess, um, then she has, like, an escape plan. She has some sort of way to, like, go back to the afterlife. Because mm-hmm. she just disappears, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So maybe she learned that from from watching Buffy. Oh, can, yeah. can I add the, well, the think- caveat, too, that... Um, so before, so at first though, she doesn't know that Buffy got pu- pulled back to heaven, and so she's like really angry at Buffy. Mm-hmm. And then she she has like you mm. know she's I don't know how, but she's somehow able to see Buffy, and then she sees how sad Buffy is, and then she's yeah. like, oh, like she did maybe she did have feelings for me, and like this is why she's so sad. But I want like yeah. a week of heaven time of her like not knowing that Buffy is in heaven or went back to Earth. What? And it can be kind of like, you know, the whole, like, um, like Battlestar's got the whole theme of, like, all of this has happened yeah. before, mm-hmm. it'll happen again. So maybe Starbucks, like, in heaven for a thousand years by our perspective, but because, like, time is cyclical in a yeah. way, you know, she can just, like, plop back in wherever. 
So Buffy gets ripped out of heaven before getting to experience that, but Starbuck is, like, stuck there until she becomes, like, a higher being with, like, powers that can do timey stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh maybe. So okay. It's so hot. What if also maybe, like, just in the theme of, like, this like this will happen again, part of the thing of heaven that makes it so good, usually, is that you get to relive everything over and over and over again. But Starbuck has to relive the beginning of her relationship with Buffy, knowing that Buffy's going to be taken away, like, every, like, I don't know, ten times? (laughs) Ten times is reasonable. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is is a sad one. Sorry. (laughs) But, I mean, Buffy's got to die eventually, right? Won't they be reunited? Yeah, I I think yeah. it's it's sad but happy in like the San Junipero kind of way. Like it, it'll work out eventually, right guys? Yes. Yeah. In one of those off-page ways where we're like hopefully hopefully someday. Mm-hmm. Um do we want to keep rolling ships? Like this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. This is really fun. Let's roll some more. Okay. Uh so, so that would be Colin and Patrick again, right? Yeah. Uh so all right. Uh, I'll roll the first list or yeah, I'll roll the first list. Okay, good. Because I rolled twelve again, so it would be Buffy. <laughs> uh, so I rolled ninety four. Whoa! And I rolled twelve. So <laughs> who's ninety four? Okay, this is not cool. <laughs> I don't okay, know. So that we are shipping time. the Babadook with Liz from Roswell. All right, let's go Perfect. full crack fic for this, right? Because, <laughs> and and I'm going to dig deep in my Roswell knowledge. Okay, back in the day. There were kind of two camps on Liz in the fanfic and in the fandom world. One are people who totally bought into the romance of her. She's the human who falls in love with the alien Max. And it's like Romeo and Juliet, people who totally bought into that. There are other people who just hated her. Mm-hmm. So I. So is she the. She's one half of the dreamers. It, yes, correct? very nice. Yeah, she's the one who gets right. shot in the crash down in the pilot and then is saved by an gotcha. alien boy. So. Gotcha. I say let's go full crack fic with this. And I'm not a Liz <laughs> hater, but this is what Liz haters would do. And have Liz fall in love with the Babadook in the same like emotional soulmate. I just want to stare into your eyes and sit and write in my journal about you way that she falls in love with Max. Okay. So d- does that mean that like the Babadook every now and then is like, hey, I have like Babadook. I have like monster things I need to be doing. And she's like, no, <laughs> we're in love. You love me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes the Babadook just wants to be a gigantic bird. Yeah. yeah. And, and she's like, but we can't, like, I want to fly with you. Can I come? This one is less like good, but it could be very funny. <laughs> it, it is like a take that Liz. Kind yeah, it's of a shit. little bit. It really yeah. is like like you you summed it up well when you said like Liz hater because like truly for her like first of all we all know that the that OTP is Babadook and Pennywise so we already yes, know that's then true. she's not even number one for Babadook no and no. yet she is he Babadook is number one for her. Well, and you know, and I'm I'm saying you know because Patrick knows this. I don't know if Colin, you, and Kelly know this, but a hot alien shows up late in the first season of Roswell, a hot blonde alien, who is, uh, whatever, is destined to be with Max. 
Yeah. So like really? Liz is already yeah. yeah. Liz is so, already sort of used to being like the the number two, but thinks she's the number one. <laughs> oh, um, so I thing. feel like Pennywise. Like you, if you're writing this fic, you would just write Pennywise in the test spot. Yeah. So yeah. instead of a hot blonde mm-hmm. alien, it's Pennywise <laughs> shows up, starts killing people around town, and Liz is like, "Why do you spend so much time with Pennywise?" Yeah. Yeah. And then the Babadook's like, (laughs) 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 This is so mean to live. (laughs) Oh, but it's good. It's good. Ryan, let's, uh, um, you roll from A list and I'll roll from B list. Yes. Rolling now. (laughs) I got 50, which is Ethan Mars from Heavy Rain. Fuck. And I got 38, which is Jax from the Meg. Okay. 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 Is Ruby Rose Jax? Yeah. Fine. I think so. Ship him. Just get rid of Ruby Rose. <laughs> stupid hair. Um. Oh, the Jax hate in this group is it's just so me. offensive. Um, okay. Here's the thing. Weirdly, this is going to sound really, really weird, but I feel like the character Jax from the Meg completely fits in with Heavy Rain, which is like weird, like kind of European looking outfits and hair and like, (laughs) like, and I love the Meg with all my heart, but like in incomprehensible Mm -hmm. dialogue and like. Not really any real motivations for any characters. Like, so, okay. Okay, so Ethan Mars is sad, bad, divorced dad. He, in the game, is, like, from get-go, is a bad dad. Like, his wife comes home with all these groceries. She's ready to bag them. She's she's like, we have to get ready for our son's uh, birthday party. And, like, literally all you do is, like, stand behind her while she's, like, doing 100,000 things and ask questions, like, did you like is our son happy and she's like what she's like she's like washing <laughs> vegetables like putting away shit like trying to get a cake you didn't even get oh you're, one of the questions is did you buy our son a birthday present and like you were you you woke up late and just walked around the house that's all you did Ethan, yeah, yeah just opening cabinets to see if there's like items yep. you can pick and up inside yep, for an hour come cabinets. on yep and then, like, going yeah. outside and, like, staring outside and realizing that the game doesn't want you to go outside, so you just go back inside. <laughs> um, so that – and then, like, your one of your sons dies because, like, you do not know how to watch your kids. Like, this is not at all to blame parents for, like, their kids not, you know, getting hurt. But at the same time, like, your kid literally runs away because, like, you're trying to buy a balloon from a clown man. And in the mall, <laughs> and you can't find your money in any of your pockets, and your son just leaves. <laughs> and then he runs across the street, gets hit by a car, and then you become sad, bad, divorced dad. Like, your wife leaves you, your other kid is, like, so distant from you, blah, blah, blah. And you're, like, a police detective or something? You are not. You are just a man. You're just a man. Okay, just are you the kind of man who could go live on an underwater shark? Yeah. Facility. So you're sad bad divorced dad. You're like, I can't like be around this world anymore because there was this whole thing with this serial killer that was like targeting me for my other son and I cut off one of my fingers for to try and save him and blah 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 blah. Um and I need to get away from that. Okay. 
So I need to get away from the city and I need to go on this underwater shark study boat thing Mm -hmm. where you meet Jax. What was Jax's personality? Hacker. She was oh, a hacker. hacker. That's right. <laughs> she had hacker personality. personality. She was also Ruby Rose. So she had all of the Ruby Rose-ness. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone in that movie, it, like, personality is a stretch. Archetype, <laughs> I would say, is the... <laughs> Honestly, okay, so her, Best her you look is, like, pretty similar to the person that, like, he ends up being with in Heavy Rain. Okay. Um... So I think maybe he's like, okay, this is kind of complicated because, like, you remind me of the woman that, like, helped me through the last serial killer event that I had to go yeah. through. Um, but but at, at, at this point, he needs that kind of messy drama, he right? Does. Like, yeah. He, well, because that's all he has ever had. And, like, he's tried regular relationships. Yeah. They don't work. Actually, the relationship that he had with the woman that helped him through the serial killer drama, because... Um, like she was like way too accommodating, way too easygoing that like there was no drama. So he it didn't work. So he had to leave. That's why he went on the on the submarine shark study boat. Ooh. So how about this? How about he gets there and he's like very high drama, sad boy, like going to Jack's and like everything is terrible and life is yeah. so hard. And she's at first is just kind of like blows him off. Like, look, I have hacking to do. And also <laughs> I'm like super aloof as part of my character mm-hmm. trait. So uh, she like dismisses him. But then when the mega attacks mm-hmm. start happening and her friends start getting eaten, she like starts to come around to the Ethan Mars sort of uh, perspective of sadness. And maybe, okay, he so every all the Meg is attacking people are dying, blah, blah, blah. He keeps, like, waking up in his little cabin in the submarine, and, like, someone leaves, like, origami on his <gasps> side desk. And Is he- there a shark folding origami? Yeah. Yes. And he <laughs> goes up to her, and he's like, the origami killer is back. And she's like, well, I just, so she goes in her hacking, she's hacking, hacking. She's like, I just cross-referenced. <laughs> beings that are in this area and people that know how to do origami <gasps> and i only got one mm. she's like none of the humans know how to do origami on this ship and then he's like but then that leaves and then poof, the meg bursts through hold on the meg does origami <laughs> That's a ship I want to see. None of the humans know how to do origami. <laughs> I don't know how the Meg learned that origami. I, it's, it doesn't have hands. Mogi, are you doubting the power of her Croft referencing? <laughs> no, you're right. If she's cross-referencing, it's got to be true. I guess now I just want to see a Meg do or origami. I think he... And also, like, paper underwater. Right, is it... Special kind of paper. Oh. Tarps. Mm. <laughs> so wait, tarps is it can't origami? Is it huge origami or is it like nice little small origami? Oh yeah, it's like one of those ridiculous, uh, like five foot oh, teddy yeah, bears yeah, yeah. in the corner of his room. But it's a paper. Oh yeah, crane. yeah, yeah. He, he goes. <laughs> he wakes up in bed and he crane. like he like goes to adjust his blankets because he's a little hot, and then he like can't really adjust it, and he like. <laughs> blinks his eyes and his room is completely filled with a giant tarp crane and then he's like squished into the corner 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What is this? Did you just send us a link to... Ew! <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. DeviantArt. That's cursed. That's cursed. Uh, I think they did a lovely job. Honestly, whoever did this looks that. like I will someone not who fell in love with Jax. Yeah. And not uh, in an unrequited way. Yeah, I don't think Jax feels the same way to him, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah, she's got Lori anyway. Yeah. I think she I think she hooks up with him just because she's bored one time, and then he's like, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, but you know what? We could fix that. We have an excellent device for that. Let's have him be eaten by the mag. Yeah, he gets eaten by the Yeah, mag. and she cries. And there you funeral. go. She's off the yeah. hook. Yeah, because she is good at crying. We learned that. From um, as as he's being eaten by the Meg, does he see that there's like a folded up tarp in its mouth, and he's like, <gasps> like he puts it together at the very last second. I think. <gasps> oh yeah, because he thought Jax made him the origami <laughs> yeah. tarp, uh, and that he's like, "That's so sweet of her to remind." Wait, me. so I his final moment more. is finding out that the woman he loves doesn't actually care about him, and that a Meg made him something. Yeah. And that he's being well, also, reunited like, with the one who made him the it origami. It would be pretty insane that he would think that that means someone loves him because the origami <laughs> was from like a murderer that was trying to kill his kid. Guys, I think we need to roll another shit. We, 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 we have to. We have to. We have to. <laughs> okay, wait. So Ryan, you from uh, list B and Kelly from okay. list A. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Hmm. What did you? I. Hold on. What did you get? Okay, hold on. Uh, 60. Wait, I'm list A. 65. Yeah. Okay, Pepper Potts. All right. And JD from Heathers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I think it has to be a high school AU, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think so. Unless he's a zombie, uh, right? Unless, well, I was thinking more like he. she's too, like, grow. Like, grown. when she's a grown up, I don't think she would put up with. The thing is, I could see Gwyneth doing it, like right. dating a high school. Wow, guy. I could see that too. Actually, <laughs> oh, come on, I am I wrong? It. It's like the hottest thing this this season is to date a fucking high school. Don't murderer. worry, he's eighteen. We'll say that there'll be one okay. line where they're like, "He's eighteen. <laughs> okay, but wait, but this is Pepper. Yeah, it's Pepper. This is Pepper, not Gwyneth. Oh. Hmm. I okay. So that's why I'm trying to. I want to de-age Pepper. Okay. I think, yeah, I think putting her, like, high school, like, I think this can be a pre, like, we can explain her eventual attraction to Tony Stark this way. Yeah, he's the, yes, he's the origin. Uh, yes, and we know that JD um, d- did, like, jump around high schools and stuff. So by mm. the time he makes it to Heatherstown, um, he has, like, gone to different high schools. So maybe this was a... One of his short. This is before, yeah. <sighs> what was Pepper like in high school? Because she wasn't just like a no nonsense businesswoman when she was sixteen. I think she was shy. That's my hypothesis. Okay. Okay. Um, but very smart. Okay, I just typed Pepper Potts High School, and it uh-uh. auto completed High School Reunion AU. Wait, okay, wait, never mind. Maybe oh. this is what I want. Okay, hold on. Oh, no, no. High School Reunion fan fiction. School Reunion Chapter 1 and Iron Man fanfic. So maybe... Did they all go to school together? Does Iron Man go to school with Pepper Potts and with JD? 
Yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. And Banner was there. Oh, that's so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's his name? Uh, Nick Fury was the dean of students. So he's like chaperoning the dance now. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what high school AUs for MCU are like. I think. Awesome. Um, and that like Colson is like a cool teacher. Yeah, all the high school <laughs> AU like and also like yeah, they're they're always like everyone's there. Yes. <laughs> and some of them kind of fit that. Yeah. And sometimes things get like very like like Thor and Loki are brother and brothers, but there it, there is like a weird adoption thing that they try to yeah. map like really tightly, but it's very hard to do considering like magic's not real. Magic is false. Yeah, and Loki's like straight up willing to do evil shit. Yeah. Um. Okay, but JD is there. Mm-hmm. How nihilistic is it? Is this because like JD when we meet him is like he's very romantic, but he also is suicidal and delusional and a terrorist. And, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe okay. So she's the main character. I think yes, and I think maybe. It's one of the it's one of those things where like I like I don't not like, you know, completely copying Heather's. But I do think that she kind of like is intrigued by him. And maybe she's like trying to find her personality and she starts being too. I think this is a dark thing. This is, again, dark exclamation point. I think she starts being too bad. When she is with JD. Mm. Sure. It's like sort of playing off the idea that like when she's with Tony, she's also kind of Tony Stark-esque. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how to. Hmm. It's maybe she's like at the reunion with Tony (gasps) and keeps sneaking off to be bad with uh, JD. That's uh, that's what it is. Yeah. She's there with. And then like Loki sidles up behind Tony and he's like, you know what she's up to, don't you? Wait, who is that? Loki does that? That was Loki. That's Loki. Loki. Oh, okay. And then yeah. Loki's like, I know a way you can forget that. And then <laughs> no! it becomes a Tony How did Loki. this become that? Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do like the high screen because I think also like she used to, like she, I like the reveal for the Tony Pepper relationship that Pepper was a badass, if she was a badass in high school. Yeah, I like that. She yeah, smoked, like did she like, was a hellraiser. Totally. Because yeah. I feel like that would, but that would also turn Tony on. Yeah, it would. So I like this. I think we created an AU where this could possibly work. <laughs> A I few love different it. ones, because we also have Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> that one's too schooler. much. I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we like it. We just know it's possible. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, fair we're enough. Just, we're just very creative. <laughs> um, okay, do we want to um, do one more? Okay. Let's. I, I have a pitch to okay. go out oh. on. Can we all roll and find the ultimate SDS All Star double date? Love it. Okay. Okay, great. Uh, so, do we choose which list we're oh, rolling yeah, for, call. or yeah, or does every uh, do we yeah. just do uh uh like where we also randomize what list we're rolling from? Does that make sense? Uh, like flip a coin? Sure. And yeah. Then... yeah. Why don't we just I got roll tails. a? Which why don't list we just... am I? <laughs> okay. Or just roll yeah like a D four, <laughs> and then you know what I mean. Okay, and if it's evens. Column B, if it's odds, column A. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. So I got. All right. Let me look up my person. It won't help the listener for me to say. Okay. I know who I have. So. Okay. So wait, but then what happens if 
ev- all of us get oh it doesn't matter then you might have people might go on a double date uh, with themselves uh, i see i see i see, I see. okay okay mm. oh, Wait, so God. if it's odd we do column one uh-huh mm-hmm. even column two yep yep okay okay i got mine okay. Ryan, you got yours yep okay i have mine let me mm. see me too all right oh so uh on this date is vinnie van lowe from veronica mars oh my god oh my god and uh also on this date is gergi from the black cauldron (laughs) okay also on this date is lando calrissian from star wars (laughs) also on this date is anna from frozen perfect okay here's my pitch anna meets lando at like some kind of interplanetary situation. Sure. She's kind of charmed. She's not really sure, but she goes out with him anyway because he's really nice. They double somehow the double date is with Vinny and Gurgle. Gur- is that the right Gurgi. name? Gurgi. But it might Gurgi. as well be Gurgle. <laughs> and while on the date, the charm and smarm of Vinny and Lando, they crossed like so they showed up with other people. Right. They leave together. Yeah. I'm sorry, so we're leaving Anna and Gurgi. <laughs> well, they'll just hang out for a little while, and then Anna will go home and, you know, put her feet up. And I mean, I definitely see a world where Vinny goes on a double date and tries to leave with the other yeah, 100%. Person. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I don't think Lando would feel bad about that. Lando's just freewheeling. I think... All right, I, like I also it. think that, like... Um, uh, Anna spending some time with Gurgi will then like then she goes home and she's like ah Olaf you're not so bad <laughs> yeah or or does she set Olaf up with Gurgi oh interesting so as like as they're I'd on like, a date but she's like I'd you know what I think the I have a friend who would be perfect for you the two of you guys could go off and have time together away from us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so cursed. <laughs> hey guys. Two, two, two relationships. relationships. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.